0: We Hello, and welcome to Living Word Ministry, where everyone is a winner. Join us as Pastor Charles Buachi rightly divides the word of truth. Let, me, let us welcome our Father of the House. Father of the House, Pastor Charles. Amen. 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 Stevie
1: G, thank you. Are we ready for the word? A word in season. Those of you that, can you turn this thing down a little bit? Those of you that were not here, Friday, man, you missed a good service. The service was so good. Amen. I mean, the message was so wonderful. Amen. I mean, what's his name? I was preaching. Um, yeah, I was preaching. The message was really good. Amen. Amen. Blow your own trumpet. Yeah, I like <laughs> blowing my own trumpet. Um, yeah, um, it was really, really nice. Not, not nice as in look, but it was powerful. When, when we were going home, it was um, Auntie Florence, Pastor Matilda, myself, I was driving, and uh, Nathaniel and Shasha, Charlie. Yeah, when we, when we got to Beulah Hill, I, 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 was just, I was just thinking about the service and how powerful it was. And it was just like the old days when we were at Mama. And we used to have some powerful Friday service. And then you know what? Then when we most of the time when we went home, we had um lacosa. So I, I I was really wanting lacosa. <laughs> so we're gonna I, I'm gonna ask my wife possibly next Friday to make Lacosa. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. I was just I was just taking. Oh, back there. It was really, really, really nice. We used to have some wonderful Friday service. Rice sticks. Uh, rice sticks, yeah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Uh, with chicken and mixed vegetables. It was, it was really nice. <laughs> yes, and chicken. That's what I said. Praise God Amen. So, um, it was good and, and whilst I was ministering Friday I did say I, I'm so excited about Sunday message mm-hmm. Right? So I'm going to, you know you, I'm going to, By the end of the service you would know why I'm, I, was, I was excited And I'm still excited Amen. Today, we want to talk to you about Last week we were talking about discipleship But I'm switching off to something else today I want to talk about why your destiny cannot be stolen from you. Praise the Lord. Your destiny, I want to tell you today that it cannot be stolen from you. You know, destiny is preordained. When we say Your destiny, when you say someone's destiny, we're talking about spiritual. We're talking about something that has been preordained by God. Hallelujah. You see, before the foundation of the earth, before God ever set the foundation of the earth, you were called out of his womb. He knew you by name. Praise the Lord. And He has a destiny. He has a purpose. He has a plan for you showing up on this earth. Hallelujah. Aren't you excited? It's just like, you know, November, I went to Ghana. All right? When I was leaving here to go to Ghana, I had a purpose. I had a reason why I was going to Ghana. When God was bringing you out of spiritual life, Onto this earth, he had a plan and a purpose for your arrival. I don't know what flight you came with, but whatever flight number you arrive and the day, he says, is the one that separates us from our mother's womb. He knew you and he knew the day that your flight was landing. Amen. Amen. And your purpose and your destiny cannot be changed not by all demons gathered together. They cannot change your destiny. Why? Because you've been sent by God. Hallelujah. I want to talk about this guy. You see, God called Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And out of Jacob, God brought another guy called Joseph. Joseph, they call him a dreamer. Joseph has some dreams. And in the dreams, the up of the dream was that Joseph is now the head of the, 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 his family, his brothers. And it did, did not go down very well with his brothers. Are you with me? You see, Joseph has been sent by God to be part of the lineage that are going to eventually usher in our Lord Jesus Christ. It's a chain. Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph. And so, and so Joseph ha, uh, has a strategic position in Christ's coming. Are you with me? There is an adversary. Jealousy set in. His, fam- his brothers decided that they will kill him. But God has mercy, Hallelujah! In God's plan, one of the brothers decided, said, "No, look, it's no good for us. To, what are we going to ke- get killing our own brother?" So let <coughs> then there is, there is a, um, a, 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 some workers, some travelers, Ishmaelites that were coming past. He said, "Oh, let's sell him." You see, the Ishmaelites are the Ishmael, Ishmaelite. They are the family of um, Hagar's, Hagar's son. Are you with me? So you see, Abraham and Sarah had children, and then Abraham and Hagar has children. That's the problem we have in this world. And so the 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 seed that God has ordained, which is um, Isaac, now that seed from Isaac genes is being sold to Hagar's seed. Contamination. Confusion. Diversion of destiny. But you know what? I want you to be fully persuaded. No matter what comes in your way. No matter what happens to you. That destiny can that destiny cannot it cannot be changed. That is being sold to you would in fact say the enemy. But you know, when I say your destiny cannot be changed, you are the only one that can change it. Joseph, with the fear of God, gets sold. He didn't try to escape you. You see, he's been sold, and therefore, is it 20, 20, 20? I mean, some small money. I don't know what the value of But he's been sold. And then, you know, if you've been sold, then you need to serve. Are you with me? So Joseph was obedient. Even to his brothers that have sold him. Why? Because he served. And in his service... Let me show you. His first step. Um, Joseph, his first step was into the pit. Uh, Genesis 37, verse 24. I just read a couple of scriptures so you know I'm co- I'm, it's coming from the Bible.
0: Yeah, please, quickly. Genesis 37, verse 34. Then Jacob tore his clothes, put sackcloth on his waist, and mourned for his son for many days. Oh, is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Um,
1: Genesis 37,
0: 24. 24. Very, yep. Sorry, 24. I apologize. Genesis 37, 24. Then they took him and cast him into a pit. And the pit was empty. There was no water in it.
1: So uh, Joseph, on his way to his destiny, glory to God. On his way to his destiny that God has brought him on this earth for, his first step was to be sold and put in a pit. I mean, he hasn't been sold yet, but he's been put in a pit. So then they take him out of the pit. His first step to his destiny, are you listening to me? His first step to his destiny was being put in a pit. Listen, when things are not going well, it doesn't mean your God has deserted you. When things are not going as we human beings will say, normal, does not mean your God has abandoned you. Does not mean your God is no longer powerful. Does not mean your God is not on your behalf anymore. Maybe he's gone on holidays. No, he never slumbers nor sleeps. So God does not take time off that he's no longer interested in your affair. So when Joseph found himself in the pit, God was still with him. He makes a way where there seems to be no way. Jehovah has defined... Joseph says, My God, in this pit, you don't understand the pit. You see, the pit is, they dig a well. And, 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 and it, it, I can't remember the word. I mean, it's, it, it's something that they lower you in by rope and you can't get out yourself. It's a deep thing. And so when he finds himself in there, there is no way Joseph can get out of that pit. There is no way he can clear unless he gets help from above. So his, bladder, his brother plan, his bladder, his brother plan was that he would go and then later come back and try and help him out. When he came back, Joseph was not there. The others has taken him out and sold him. Praise the Lord. So his second step to his destiny was to be sold to the Ishmaelites for 20 pieces of silver. Hallelujah. It gets better, isn't it? Eh? It gets worse. To your destiny, it may... S- now, this is true. I mean, it's true. It's all over the Bible. Even our Lord Jesus Christ, to his destiny, what does he have to encounter? Why do we, th- why do we want everything on a silver plate? Why do we want easy life? Now, if you're, going to be, if you're going to serve God, if you're going to walk with God, this is some of the things that you're going to face. Praise the Lord. In the pit, out of the pit, sold to, you know, I don't want to use your enemy, but I mean, you've been sold to somewhere that you, place where you should not be. Being sold is bad enough. Praise the Lord. So that's his second step, sold. Sold as a slave. His first step, his third step, His his third step on his way to his destiny was to find himself in Potiphar's house. Potiphar, the king of Egypt. Now, is Joseph really had this dream? Did Joseph really have this dream? Or did he conjure up the dream? Your destiny cannot be changed. Cannot be stolen from you. You are the only one that can hinder it. He finds himself a complete slave in in Potiphar's house. The Bible tells us that whilst Joseph was there in Potiphar's house, Potiphar noticed that the Lord was with him. Hallelujah. Man, there is something about you. If you will do what God has asked you to do, You say, well, not in in prison, not in slavery. Yeah, but that's the way God is going to bring you to your destiny. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. There is no way. There is no way I'm getting ahead of myself, but that's all right. There is no way that when Potiphar has a dream... There is no way he would know that there is somebody called Joseph that can interpret the dream. Are you with me? God has to find a way to bring Joseph into the presence of Potiphar. And that will make Joseph highly respected. Hallelujah. God has to find a way To educate Moses. So in his way of uh, uh, strategically planning to educate Moses, he makes Pharaoh every child that is born must be killed. You see, if Moses' mother has taken Moses in a basket, and, a, a, and, and drop him at the king's door to say, you know, I can't look after this. You look after him. They'll probably throw him out. But strategically, God's plan. And strategically, God give the mother wisdom. And find what we call Moses' basket today. And then put the baby in and leave the baby on the river Nile. While the sister is watching. But God strategically. Bring Moses. Into Pharaoh's house. And Pharaoh. called. You see sometimes your enemy. Is helping you. Only they don't know. You see Satan was helping God. Only he didn't know. If he did not kill Jesus. We will not have all these Jesus of today. It will only be one. So when he was killing Jesus, little did he know he was helping God out. So Moses, Pharaoh's daughter, brought Moses in to be trained, to be educated, so that he can write the five books of Moses. God has his... You know what? God can easily, even easy is to, God can just say this, and Moses will have the I like using Bible blessing. And Moses will have the knowledge to read and write. But he didn't do it that way. Look at how, the way he had to go through. The same Joseph that we are talking about. Joseph is finding himself in Potiphar's house. So that Potiphar will recognize him eventually. Mm. Our God is good. I don't even need my glasses. Praise the Lord. You know, Joseph was blessed. Let's read
0: Genesis thirty-nine through two to three, through six. Genesis 39, 2-6 mm-hmm. The Lord was with Joseph and he was a successful man and when he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian and his master saw that the Lord was with him and that the Lord made all he did prosper in his hand. Amen. So
1: Joseph, Hold on. The Lord was with him and everything that Joseph put his hand to began to prosper. May the Lord God of Israel who called you out of darkness, may he continue to be with you. That, what he, that God has promised us that whatever we put our hands to, it will prosper. May that happen in your life from today in the name of Jesus. May the examples of Joseph come in your life. May every prison that you have entered, may that prison experience become a blessing that will lead you to your destiny in life in the name of Jesus.
0: So Joseph found favor in his sight and served him. Then he made him overseer of his house and all he had put under his authority. So it was from the time he had made him overseer of the house and all he had that the Lord blessed the Egyptian's house for Joseph's sake. Amen. Amen. And the blessing of the Lord was on all that he had in the house and in the field. Thus he left all he had in Joseph's hand. And he did not know what he had except for the bread which he, which he ate. Amen.
1: Thank you, Lord. Joseph, who has been sold as a slave, praise the Lord. Yeah, there's seeds here. Come over here. There's lots of seeds here. Joseph, who has been sold as a slave, praise the Lord now finds himself that his master identify the blessings upon his life. Praise the Lord. May those that you work with, may they find you a blessing. In Jesus' name, may they find you a blessing. In Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Let me just say this. Wherever you work, wherever you are working, you must be a good example. You must be the last person they want to get rid of. You must be the last person they want to get rid of. Because you go beyond average. And to do that, you're supposed to do. Amen. Praise the Lord. So, the fourth step. Joseph on his way to his destiny was in the house of his master Potiphar. There he overcame the ungodliness, the ungodly pressure of the flesh. You know the story? Potiphar's wife finds Joseph very handsome and attractive. Joseph had the opportunity To disobey God. But Joseph didn't. Praise the Lord. Your destiny cannot be taken away from you. This is all part of it. Your destiny cannot be taken away from you. You are the only one that can. What? You're the only one that can hinder it. So, in your pursuit to your destiny in life, your preordained destiny, whatever God has brought you on this planet to do, you are more than able to reach your destiny in life. Praise the Lord. You see, it's not just having a good job. It's not just making good money. It's not just driving a nice car. And this is where I want to get eventually. You know, last, last, um, last Friday, when we finished the Friday service, Nikki was just sitting here, and I thought, "Well, Nicky, are you not going? He said, oh, I'm getting a ride. And so Saturday, I was checking with him. and said, well, who, who gave you a ride? He says, oh, Sam. Sam and uh, Anna, they've got a car. And so they gave me a ride. I thought, well, I didn't know that. <laughs> Thanks for correction. Mr. and Mrs. Frimpone. And then, um, and, and, and Nikki was then telling me, oh, when they go in the car, Sam was like, um, all, this, all these years that your mom's been giving me a lift home, I never thought I would get your a chance to, to pay you back, man. Praise the Lord. Wasn't that nice? See, it's just sewing, man. It's just sewing. But I mean, when you are with your child in the house and they buy a car, they won't tell you. Your your son in the house got a car and they won't tell you that I've got a car. Giving people a ride? (laughs) It could have been worse. If you you had not told me this morning, it could have been worse. So don't worry. But I have to use somebody to preach, isn't it? What was I saying that got to there?
0: It's what? It's not about just having a nice job.
1: Yeah, not having a, yeah. And the car came in. Yeah, yeah. The car, yeah praise the Lord. I was just getting to it. I told him that I was going to, you know, have a go at him today. Have you got a new car? No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, you don't have to ask permission. You don't have to, you know, ask permission that, that is it all right that, that I get a car. No. But at least when you get a car, let me know. So I know that you are prospering. Praise the Lord. Tell me about it, man. When God's blessing you, tell me about it. Isn't it? Yeah, you have my phone number, though. No excuse. I I just have to get that in. You like that? No? Well, it's too late. So, whatever it is, it's all good. Step five. You know, Joseph in prison. Then interpret a dream for two guys that were with him in, in prison. One was um, the king, um, the, the the king cup bearer, and the other one was this. Um, Bread, Bread. Bacon. sorry, baker. Baker, thank you. Man, your your accent is gone funny. <laughs> I heard beggar. Baker. baker, baker, baker. Thank you. Sorry. And 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 so and so Joseph interprets the dreams to them, and it comes exactly as he has said it will be. And Joseph was like. Hey, when you get into your position, remember me or I'm in prison, tell tell the king about me. And so, you see, this is a guy who had done no wrong, finds himself going contrary, completely opposite to what he had dreamed of. Are you with me? And then he gets this opportunity. God used him in this situation so, surely, he's expecting some favor from this guy, the cupbearer. And the cupbearer completely, completely, you see, forget about him. Listen, what, it, what did uh, Abraham say? Abraham said, no, I, I, have, I will not take a thing from you. least tomorrow you say, it is you that has made me prosper. I believe God wouldn't even allow the, the cupbearer to remember Joseph. Because it is not somebody that is going to get the credit. It's not somebody that is going to get the glory of Joseph's deliverance. So when man is not coming forth, don't be disappointed. So Joseph, his fifth step of getting, going to his destiny... Was that disappointment? Have you ever been disappointed? Did you ever go to interview and got disappointed of that job? Listen, I know sometimes we say these things, but you just don't know where that job would have led you. As good as it may look in the natural you don't know where it would have led you. And this is why you need to have that confidence in your God. See, God has your so much your interest at heart that anything that is coming your way, that he foreknew. Hey, R- depend on your God because he foreknew. He, he knows what is coming, and that is not for you, and therefore does not allow it to happen, don't be discouraged. Don't be disappointed. Always think that God has your interests at heart. And when it's not going good, I've shown you these steps that Joseph went through. He went into a pit, came out of the pit, was saved, uh, was sold to his, basically his enemy. He goes into uh, Potiphar's house. He goes through tests of tests and series of tests. Then from Potiphar's house, he finds himself in prison. Now, it can't get any worse. Now, whilst he's in prison, a great disappointment. I don't know, but if these things have come in your way, if you have experienced anything like that, now, that's your answer. Your destiny cannot be changed. And just because you have experienced these things, does not, no, nowhere near mean that you're not getting to your destiny. Just remain focused. Are you with me? Remain focused. Remain faithful. Remain faithful to the end. And if you will be faithful... Hello. Praise the Lord. Gracias. If you will remain faithful, that was Spanish.
0: Oh, Dad, I think your accent's gonna be your accent's changing a little bit. You've got
1: it, you've got it, you've got it. You've got it, you've got it, you've got it. You've got it. <laughs> um Will's very cool, you know. He's just taking everything in. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I mean. He's taking it in. You don't understand that English? No, no, no. I don't mean you. Somebody said you're taking it in. Okay. After this episode, you'll be more confused. So, praise the Lord. David, why are you making your face like that? Just checking you out, man. So in conclusion, after I've made everybody laugh, in conclusion, just to try and wake you up a bit, isn't it good to, to have a you know yeah, it's, good. it's good. It's really good that we can you know we're not um, la, 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 la 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 We can have a laugh, right? God's still here? God's still here? Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. So in conclusion, whatever you have gone through in life, don't think you're not getting to your destiny. Nobody can take from you what rightly belongs to you. What God has given to you, no man can take away from you. You are the only one you play it right, if you do it right, it's for you. You will reach your destiny. Your pre-ordained destiny. His plan for us is not to harm us and is to do us good. So your destiny is good. Amen. But Sunday, I was going to use the word. I mean, last Friday. Your destiny is good. Amen? But it doesn't get, it gets what?
0: Worse before it gets better.
1: Okay. It gets worse before it gets better. What did I say last Friday? Badder. It gets badder before it gets better. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now I used that because Charlie was not here Friday to correct me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, so, so it's okay. So it, it gets worse before it gets better. Praise the Lord. <laughs> what did I say something? Okay, that's my American accent. It gets worse before it gets better. So, whatever you're facing in life, do you have a God? Yes. Okay, do you have God? Yes. You have a You have God yes. in your life. Yes. You have a destiny. Yes. And your destiny can be taken away from you. Your destiny cannot be taken away from you. You are the only one that can hinder it. I, I don't know whether you are hearing me. I keep saying you are the only one that can hinder it. I, don't, I didn't say you are the only one that can stop it. You can hinder it. But when you hinder it, it does not mean it has ceased. The destiny is still there for you still there for you. Praise the Lord.
0: Thank you for listening. Join us for our weekly Sunday service at 10.30 a.m. at 336 Brixton Road. We hope you were blessed.